there's so much more excitement about the cut than there is about the build. But the build is what's missing and not even necessarily like going into a surplus, but like at least get the heck out of a dieting phase, you know? That is the part that is missing for so many people who don't have the physique they want and are complaining and confused and upset and feel like they're broken because they don't have the physique they want. Well, I mean, a huge part of it is because you're you're trying to diet all the time. Hey there, welcome to Tater Talks, two bitches talk fitness. I'm Brooke. And hello, I'm Iris. On this show, we challenge the common understanding of what it means and what it takes to be fit and healthy. We explore all things fitness, nutrition, mindset, and mental health without the fluff and BS. So grab a coffee, get ready to laugh, cry, even learn a thing or two. Let's get into it. First of all, Happy New Year. Happy New Year. At the time of recording, it's January 3rd. Do you have New Year's resolutions? I do. I do. I do. Tell stuff. So this year's resolution is, so I ended up successfully accomplishing my goal in 2022 by doing the splits. Nice. And the splits that I'm able to do now are called front splits, but the front splits, aka like, or the cheerleader splits that I'm able to do, it's where your hips are kind of slightly rotated to one direction. So your hips are kind of turned. Mm-hmm. This year, my goal is to do the splits, but instead of having my hips turned, having them square. So those are called, those are often referred to as gymnastic splits. Okay. So yeah. cheerleader splits, hips are turned a little bit um, because you have to have like your torso up and that like yeah, position. <laughs> um, but gymnastic splits are where your hips are more square. So I'm really excited to work towards this goal because I know it's going to be a difficult one for me. And I would like as a bonus, it's okay if I don't reach it, but as a bonus, I would like to hit like my middle splits. Oh, like legs out to the side. Yeah. Legs out to the side, uh, which I don't quite have yet. I mean, my mobility there is really good, but I don't quite have it yet. So I would love to have that in addition, but my main goal is to hit my gymnastic splits. That's very cool. I was thinking that's got to take some like freakish hip mobility. Oh, yeah. And you know, what's really interesting is how having a goal that has that's like a non-scale goal or a Mm -hmm. non-body composition goal was so beneficial mentally, physically, emotionally. It was so cool to see me progress in ways that had nothing to do with like the way that my body looks, but how it feels. Mm -hmm. Yeah. That's really powerful. I know, Brooke, you know this, but at the beginning of the pandemic, when everything shut down, I, (laughs) kicking and screaming a little bit, switched from like powerlifting to more like body weight stuff, like body control stuff. And one of my big goals then was chin-ups. And I wanted 10 chin-ups in a row. And you know what? I actually didn't get that. I got eight and I was satisfied. (laughs) And that's amazing. (laughs) Eight is better than six, right? Yeah, yeah. And it was a year just about of practicing, greasing the groove, um, strength training as well to like support that, you know, rows and stuff like that, shoulder strength and core strength. But that was hugely empowering 
to work for something that like had nothing to do with aesthetics, nothing to do with weight. It was just setting a hard goal, practicing and doing it. And Absolutely. yes, my, my goal did shift a little bit because I got to eight and I was like, you know what? I'm good. This is cool. I did it. <laughs> and coming to terms with, you know what? I might not have gotten 10, but I got eight and that's pretty damn good and impressive. Yeah. That's impressive. Oh, and last year I hit my first chin up, my first full body weight chin up. I saw that. Yeah. Those people that don't know, I'm like five foot eight and like 160 pounds. So like there's a lot of me to move. <laughs> <laughs> Hella strong. Hella freaking so, strong. It's super fun. It's all that, you know, flipping upside down that has made me super strong. <laughs> yeah. Nice. I mean, you have to be. Oh, yeah. Strong and be able to control yourself and not just like fall, you know? Yeah. Oh, yes. That's Most huge. definitely. So those are my 2023 goals is nice. being able to hit those gymnastic splits and... I do want to be able to do a move called a butterfly and uh, I'm a, I do pole dancing. So it's called a butterfly and it's where you're inverted upside down and your body is away from the pole, but you have one ankle connected two hands and then you're like shifted away from the pole. Like your, your shoulders and your hips are away from the pole. So it requires so much total body strength. I am Googling Oh, wow. That is cool. Isn't that cool? That's yeah. That's very cool. A lot of strength required for that, though. Oh, yeah. That Looks I want to like work it. for. So it'll be fun. That's super dope. I'm excited to see what you do. That'll be really cool to watch. Yeah. Last year was a huge year of a lot of really cool milestones. So I'm totally pumped to see what this year has in store. And I hired a new coach. So that's nice. really awesome. Uh, her name is Stacy Shapiro, and she has been doing pole for like 14 years. She's been instructing for a long time. She's also a personal trainer and fitness coach and nutrition coach. So um, I'm doing just her custom 12-week program. It's like a self-paced program So because I can handle my own nutrition and whatnot. So mm -hmm. I'm really excited to see my progress with working with her. Nice. That's cool. I'm excited for you. Thank you. Thank you. What about your goals, Iris, for this year? You know, I actually, I actually didn't have any until this morning. I kind of retconned it for myself. <laughs> I am very blessed to have a flexible schedule in the mornings. So I have been dragging my ass a bit and not getting to the gym until like 10. Like I haven't been totally lazy. I've been doing work and stuff in the mornings and then just going later. But I've realized like over the past two months of recognizing the problem and not doing anything about it <laughs> is that I feel like when I get back, I just have so little of the day left. So my my goal is to get to the gym before nine, which is totally, absolutely reasonable and doable. It's just me, you know, pulling up my own bootstraps and doing it. I don't really have any big New Year's resolutions. I don't poo-poo them, of course, you know, I don't see a problem with them, but I don't think I have any for this year other than that. <laughs> just Which getting my okay. shit back in order. <laughs> it, that's okay. Sometimes just maintaining consistency is a huge goal to accomplish. I know that I've had a couple clients just on their weekly check-ins and whatnot. They say, I just want to maintain consistency. Is that bad? 
No, consistency is like the most important thing you need to have. And besides patience, I mean, being consistent and patient, that's that's what you're going to need to reach your goal. Whatever your goal may be, it can be body fat loss. It can be muscle building. It can be gaining strength. Either way, consistency and patience, because it's going to take a while Mm -hmm. and to be consistent over a long period of time in order to see results. Yeah. What you said about consistency and patience, if I could give people one bit of advice, it's important to acknowledge and accept right out the gate that it's going to take longer than you want it to. And it might take longer than you think it quote unquote should, and that's okay. The faster you acknowledge that and accept it, the faster you, I think you can start to be more consistent because you're not like trying to speed things up or rush the process or just burn yourself out. I completely agree. And one thing that I've noticed just from a coaching perspective is a lot of people will come to me and say, I'm not seeing results fast enough. And when I ask Mm -hmm. them, well, what is fast enough? They, a lot of people say, I don't know. And it's because in our society, we are conditioned. I mean, look, if you go to the grocery store and you just look at the magazines, lose 60 pounds in 90 days. Like a lot of people think that they're not seeing progress fast enough because of what they're promised by the diet industry. And Mm -hmm. what's important to know is healthy body fat loss, if your goal is fat loss, it doesn't have to be, is a half a pound to, I I like to say a pound and a half to two pounds if you have a lot of weight to lose, but a half a pound to two pounds per week, every week. So I don't think it's healthy for people to lose more than eight pounds in a month. It's not healthy and it's not, and, and it's not sustainable. Because at that point, you're getting into muscle tissue. Mm-hmm. It's not just fat. A lot of it initially is going to be water stomach contents because you're just drastically reducing food. And then you get into the the muscle territory, which is really, really not where you want to be. No, definitely It's hard not. enough to build that. You do not want to start losing it just because of ridiculous fad diet nonsense. Exactly. So That's something that I see a lot when, you know, January kind of ends, February starts to come to a close right around March is when I see people. Well, it didn't work. Mm -hmm. It's not going to after three months like you have to keep like you can see results, but you need to do this for a long period of time. Like I often tell people it did not take you three months to gain that much body fat. It's not going to take you three months to lose it. And if your goal is muscle building, well, you better fucking put on your patient's pants because (sighs) muscle building takes a whole lot fucking longer. Tell me about it. I am not one of those people who naturally has like a lot of muscle mass on my frame. And so I have to work hard consistently. I mean, I just, I bulked from January to like the second week of December in 2022 I made some significant gains, but that is not like a 40-day challenge type of thing. No, not at all. That ain't how it works, fam. <laughs> it's it's a long time of consistency. And that's that's just life. It's okay. It's not I think people have this air about it that that's like a bad thing. And I don't think it is. It's just life. Like time's gonna pass by regardless. You can work for things 
during that time. And my question is, what's the rush? Mm -hmm. Like, what's the rush? I mean, if it's like a wedding or a vacation, like do a mini cut, but you don't need to do like this fat loss phase to get as small as you can as quickly as possible for no fucking reason. Mm -hmm. Like, that's silly. Quit being a silly goose, you know? Yeah. And I think part of it, and this, you know, this is what happens when the two of us get together. This is not what I had planned to talk about today, but no, I'm loving it. I mean, I'm, I'm digging <laughs> I even it. made notes for what we were going to talk I'm, about today. And we can talk about it <laughs> next week, you know? <laughs> yeah. Um, but I think the piece that gets lost is, you know, weight loss is a fine goal. There is nothing wrong with it. But when you lose weight, you are just making yourself smaller. You're not shaping anything, Right. Without that base, you know, Brooke, what is toning? Toning is losing body fat, but looking muscular. A lot of people essentially just want to lose body fat, but you're not going to have a quote unquote toned look if you don't have any muscle density. Exactly. That was my experience. Like I lost weight. I lost now five-ish years ago, I lost a significant amount of weight and I've kept it off fat, I should say. And I realized after I had done that, like I didn't, my body was not shaped the way that I wanted it to be mm -hmm. shaped. And that is because I did not have any muscle naturally. And probably <laughs> a lot of it got eaten up because I was doing all these stupid low calorie fads. Yeah. So, I mean, that didn't help my case at all either. And now... I am more or less the same weight as I was like four years ago, but I look completely different. I am a completely different shape. I look completely different because I've put on muscle. Like I've built my arms, I've built my legs, I've put in that work over four years. Yeah. Which is the thing that people don't, I think we all like know that it's going to take longer and we kind of accept it, but we want to believe all the marketing, Right. Because they show us these amazing transformations, amazing claims, half of which are photoshopped and not true. And like, they, it's an incomplete picture, right? Oh, yeah. They don't show the mental state of the person after this. I mean, they show you a picture of the person looking super happy and confident. It's real easy to fake that. <laughs> I yeah. Think. Oh, absolutely. I mean, <laughs> I mean, I did it for years. <laughs> I did too. I did too. Like when I did my bodybuilding show, I was solely focused on my appearance mm -hmm. and other people were telling me I looked good. I was getting so much external validation from people, but inside I was miserable. Don't get me wrong. I loved the routine and the consistency and like the dedication and the drive that I had during that time. Not that I don't have that now. I still have that now, but it was almost too much. Yeah, it was it was impacting all areas of my life. I mean, so I was avoiding social events. I had a horrible relationship with food. I was overtraining. I was under eating. There was so much that was happening. Right. And so when you see these pictures of people and they look happy and they look confident like I did, too, mm -hmm. because I was only focusing on that one specific thing. And that was the way that I looked when inside it, like I was suffering. And what's crazy is a lot of people think that it doesn't impact all areas of your life, but it really does. Yeah. And it's not worth it. I'm, I, and I can say that from experience and it's usually if you're doing a diet where you want to see results quickly, 
you have to think, is this sustainable? Because chances are it's probably not. Right. Yeah. You know, it kills me a little bit inside because you know how much I love the building game. And now I'm getting ready to start a cut next week. And it kills me how like vocally excited people are like on social media for me to cut. And like, I don't like that. How scared people were when I started building the messages I was getting. It seemed, and I could be completely wrong, but I don't think I am in most cases. They were like stressed out for me to gain weight. <laughs> and I'm over here like, I'm fine. Like, this is cool. Like, I don't care. Yeah, it's very interesting. And just to say, this is not me saying like, don't message me. <laughs> I am happy to talk to anybody, you know, as long as you're not a creep. I've said that for years. This is a little bit of a side tangent, but if I am more relatable to you when I'm in a deficit, that's fine because maybe that's what you're doing right now. You know, when I was building, I muted some people who were actively losing fat just because it was easier for me to like do my thing, you know? But there is a mindset, and this could be a two-hour conversation that I will cut off after this tangent because I interrupted you. Sorry. No, you're totally fine. <laughs> I love to hear it. I love the passion. <laughs> so be passionate. <laughs> There's this like built-in idea that you are better when you are smaller or more shredded or leaner, however you want to call it, right? 100%. Setting aside the whole thing that like I'm intentionally, I intentionally built, like this was an intentional planned out process with a plan, with a coach, with like specific exercises to grow what I wanted to grow. There's this whole, I don't know, there's this whole energy that like, I'm trying to put my finger on the word, but like there's so much more excitement about the cut than there is about the build. But the build is what's Missing and not even necessarily like going into a surplus, but like at least get the heck out of a dieting phase, you know, that is the part that is missing for so many people who don't have the physique they want and are complaining and confused and upset and feel like they're broken because they don't have the physique they want. Well, I mean, a huge part of it is because you're, you're trying to diet all the time. 110%. If you are constantly trying to diet and you're constantly in a deficit and you're not seeing results, there is some piece of the puzzle that's missing, whether it's you're dieting all week, Monday through Friday to just like not diet on the weekends or your nutrition looks vastly different on the weekends or you're under eating your calories. And then you're let's say you're under eating your calories for two weeks and then you go two weeks, but just not giving a fuck. <laughs> right. And I, I say this and I know that sounds kind of harsh, but I'm saying it because I did it. Oh, like, yeah. Same. I did it. <laughs> I would I would under eat for a couple of weeks. I would think I was on track and then I would use like, sorry, listeners, but I would use like my period as an excuse to like have a week of binge eating. Mm -hmm. Right. And then it would get into that guilt and shame cycle. And then I would continue that until I was ready to diet again. And and that would happen when I was, quote unquote, motivated mm -hmm. and feeling ready to do it. Like the 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 chances of you feeling like you're going to be ready every single day is slim to none. So 
the fact that people would get excited for you for being in a deficit, I think you're absolutely right with it being more relatable Mm -hmm. because a lot of people never leave that diet mentality. I'm in a point in my journey where people are like, are you, are you dieting? Like, no, I'm living like I'm gaintaining. I'm maintaining. And if I gain a little bit, who cares? I don't. So I think it's, it's so hard when, you know, you go against society's expectation, especially for women. I'm just going to say it. I'm just going to say it. Like women are expected to be small, quiet, and pretty. Like, and when you decide, like, I want to build muscle, that's when people usually say, are you sure you want to do that? So that's my tangent. (laughs) (laughs) Here for it. Yeah. So anyway, thanks for letting me go on that little that little tangent. I don't remember what we were talking about when I cut you off. (laughs) I don't either, but it's fine because it because it was not as important as that was. So (laughs) not as important. So what were we planning to talk about today, Iris? (laughs) (laughs) We were planning to talk about a few things that we've changed our minds on over the years. Oh, that's a great lead into this then. Yeah, like flawless segue. Smaller is better. You know, yeah. I'm happier. I'm healthier. I'm more confident. I'm you name it when I'm smaller. And that's mm, not always the case. Yeah. You know, I'll have to agree. Like I used to think that being smaller was better as well. And for me, when I got out of a deficit and I really just started to maintain and increase my calories and I realized I felt so much better in my body, in my movement. I felt so much better. I got so much better sleep. Like there there are cons to having a lower body fat percentage. Um, And so I've also changed my mind on smaller is better. I've also changed my mind on cardio. Ah, tell me more. So I used to think that as long as you were strength training, you were good. Like you were golden. You, if you were strength training, you didn't really need cardio. And there's so much research out now. And I know Jordan Syatt talks a lot about this, but there's so much research out there now showing just the, how much benefit you get from cardio. I mean, my, like, since I started doing more cardio, like, and when I say more cardio, I'm talking about just you know, walking and having like to where if I'm having a conversation, I'm just breathing a little deeper. It's not like I'm going out there and running or anything like that. Yeah, no, not like that. But just doing some general light cardio, like two to three times a week. And what I have noticed is my sleep is improved. My energy levels are improved. My blood pressure is a little bit lower. I mean, there's so many great additions to my life that cardio has done that I actually like program cardio for my clients now. And those are really just as simple as a couple of like 15 minute walks a day, just like a nice little power walk. And it's getting your heart rate up. It's helped so much in all aspects when it used to be like, oh, fuck cardio. Like Mm -hmm. I don't like to do cardio. It's improved my lifting. It's improved my recovering. It's improved my rest times between sets. There's so much that it's done for me that I had to change my mind on them. Yeah. Yeah, I'm kind of in the same boat a little bit. And it's one of those things where it's not my favorite. I don't super love it. 
But in talking to my coach, Ocean, my one-on-one, she was asking me, like, what sounds fun? Like, what do you want to do? Step master, like sled pushes, stuff like that. I was like, oh, sleds might be fun because I'd never done them before and wanted to give it a shot. And I like those. And that's like a killer cardio. But we don't go balls to the wall. You know, it's just like three sets with a rest in between every, you know, one day a week at the end of my or beginning of my lift. And I've also seen some improvements with like walking lunges. A lot of times like my cardio would be tanked before my muscles are. Reverse lunges with the barbell, same thing. I've My endurance has gotten better with those. So yeah, same page, sister. I love it. What else you got? I would say that everyone has to lose body fat. Yeah. <laughs> That's the other one is that no matter where you're at, your goal should be to lose body fat. Yeah. When I tell people, I've told people like, oh, yeah, I have clients that don't want to lose fat. Like they want to build muscle. And they're like, what? <laughs> they act like it's this, this huge deal. And it's like, you can work with a coach and I can coach people that don't want to lose fat, that like literally just want to get stronger. I I love those goals of just wanting to get stronger. Like it is so cool to see the confidence that emerges when it's purely strength goals, when it's mm-hmm. purely mobility goals. Like I was so blown away by the fact that I actually completed a full New Year's resolution because it had nothing to do with my body fat percentage. It had nothing to do with my aesthetics. It had nothing to do with hitting a particular number. It had nothing to do with numbers. It had to do with how I felt. And because my mobility improved, my squat depth improved. I mean, I have a deep ass squat now. Like. And you know what's crazy is because my mobility improved, because I have a full range of motion squat, my strength goes up. Mm-hmm. Because I'm able to engage all of my muscle fiber. It's just one thing after another. And I've hit New Year's resolution goals before. Like I wanted to be a certain number, but it was nowhere near as empowering as this. Yeah. So when I tell people, like I work with people that have a range of goals, it's not just body fat. People almost get like, appalled like what do you mean they don't want to lose weight or like if someone is in a little bit bigger body and their goal is not weight loss and people are like not people but their friends and family like their friends and family are like yeah. well, why why don't you want to lose weight and it's like well because I don't want to it's almost mm-hmm. like we have this like society has this expectation that if you are working out you have to be losing weight so I've changed my mind on that not everybody has to lose weight or lose body fat, regardless of what your body fat percentage is. Unless you have like a chronic health condition that it would improve, but that's a different story. That's another topic for a different day. Yeah, totally agree. And that's tagging on to what you were saying about confidence and being empowered. It's really cool. I mean, it's sad, but it's also kind of cool to look back at like my old pictures and see just like from my own experience, like how differently I carry myself now compared to like way back when. Just the confidence people build in choosing to do hard things, like sustainable things, but hard things like getting a chin up, working for the butterfly or, you know, 
choosing to show up for yourself in certain ways that are challenging, whether or not you feel motivated to do it in the moment, and then seeing the changes in yourself, that is the confidence builder. Showing up for yourself and doing hard stuff. It's not like an automatic way 145 on the dot and then whoo confidence that's not it's it's a byproduct of respecting yourself you know no matter what during all the ups and downs of everything because it's nothing is a nice even straight line that's gonna fluctuate you know no matter what you look like no matter how much you weigh no matter what you're doing it stems and so does self-love it stems from respect you know Having your own back when you are feeling like crap, having your own back when you don't look the way you want to look or don't weigh what you think you should weigh, that and self-love come from respect. And you can do that if you are not where you want to be. And let me tell you, I've been smaller, I've been skinnier, and I've been absolutely miserable. And now I am not my leanest, I am not my lightest, you know, I've put on educated guests, probably about seven to 10 pounds of muscle over the past couple years. I'm a very confident person. You know, I have my moments, of course, but like, I think I'm fucking great. Because <laughs> <laughs> you are. <laughs> Duh. Oh, thanks. Oh, thanks. Um, <laughs> but yeah, I mean, confidence comes from showing up for yourself and continuing to do that. And of course, we always say, you know, you can realize that a goal is not quite achievable or like reasonable, you know, and you can shift it a little bit to make it reasonable for you. But the point remains, you know, doing, choosing to do hard things for yourself, you know, that's where confidence comes from. And I think that's, (laughs) to wrap up that little tangent, that's one thing I've changed my mind on is that, you know, like I used to believe that once I got to a certain weight, I would be confident or like fit into this dress or whatever. I've, I've learned that that's not where that comes from. (laughs) No, not at all. Not at all. And I think that there is a lot of power about that confidence. There's a lot of self-assurance that you can do it. And it's not just in the gym. It's outside of the gym too. Oh, like by developing the confidence that I have by hitting strength goals, hitting goals that have nothing to do with my appearance, that has given me a confidence that I wish every fucking person listening can experience. Yeah, absolutely. It's given me the power to say no to things that I don't want to do. It's given me the power to say yes to things that I do want to do by allowing myself to take more risks, accept opportunities. It's something that translates into your entire life. Mm -hmm. So I think it's so important for people to understand that fat loss isn't the only goal. Yeah. Like when you have strength goals, you're not just developing your physical strength, you're developing your mental and emotional strength too. Oh yeah, oh yeah. That is one thing that has been reinforced for me over the past year of building, taking movements to near or complete failure on a regular basis, it's physically hard, but I had to do it because like this, this is my goal. I have to do it. And the confidence in pushing through that discomfort and doing it anyway is so empowering. 
And it's so cool because that results in like more strength. Like I can lift more weight because I'm stronger. I have more muscle, which translates, you know, into being able to lift more. And that is a huge confidence builder. Yeah. It's super cool. And you're going to gain more confidence when you're consistent with whatever you're trying to achieve. Like you're going to gain more confidence as to like, oh, okay, this process is working. I know I can do this. Like Mm -hmm. people ask me what the most important trait is for people who are successful with reaching their goals. And a lot of people say consistency. A lot of people say patience. Even I fucking say consistency and patience. (laughs) But here's the thing. The most important thing in order to be successful is knowing that you can do it 100% wholeheartedly without a doubt fucking believing in yourself. Like that self-efficacy is so important because if you don't truly believe that you're going to achieve it, you're going to come up with a million and one fucking excuses as to why you can't. Mm -hmm. You're not going to actually do the shit that you need to do if you don't truly believe it's going to work, regardless of what your goal is. Yep, absolutely. And that is why, and maybe we can just wrap on this. You can break your goal down into bite-sized chunks, and that is going to help you build that confidence to work for the bigger thing, right? We've talked about this a little bit. Yeah, It's great to have a goal like, I want to deadlift 200 pounds. Great. You are not going to walk into the gym and do that the first day. No. So what are you going to do interim? How are you going to progress? How are you going to build your hip hinge? How are you going to improve your core pressurization? You know, bite-sized chunks into it. I gave this example on my Instagram the other day. A great goal is I want to be a better cook. You know, I want to be able to cook more things, eat more vegetables. Fantastic goal. How are you going to break that down, right? Try a new recipe every week. Just one. You don't have to try a new recipe every single day. That's one way to burn yourself out. (laughs) (laughs) And probably burn yourself. But take those goals and come up with a process with a coach if you need to, with help if you need to. Lay it out for yourself. If that one big goal is overwhelming or seems unattainable, break it down. That's one of the most important things you can do Mm -hmm. when you set like a quote unquote ultimate goal. You want to break it down into monthly goals, into weekly goals, into daily goals. I'm going to do one thing today to get me closer. One thing to make me 1% better. That's so important. So important. I'm so glad you brought that up. And you know, some days we are not going to be 1% better and that's okay too. That's when grace comes in. And you're going to have days where you're 2% better, where you are feeling Mm -hmm. motivated, where you did get enough sleep, where you did eat a nice nutritious meal and you're feeling fucking ready to rock and roll. Like Mm -hmm. we live for those days, but those days are few and far between. Yeah. Especially the more advanced you get. Sorry, guys. (laughs) That is true. And so it is okay if, you know, you're at 0% some days, but you're at two to 3% other days. Like you're not going to be on it all the time. Yep. Yep. Well, I think this was a good one. I got to go because I am hungry. I feel that I got to go work out, man. Got to go lift. Nice. Go lift some shit. Lift some heavy stuff. Nice. (laughs) I did that this morning and it was kick ass. I am destroyed though. (laughs) I'm feeling good after like this podcast is great right before a lift. It's like, oh yeah, now I'm, see, now I'm motivated. It's going to be a 2% day for me. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. 2% day. Cool. (laughs) 
Okay, everybody. Thanks for hanging out with us. We will catch you same time, same place soon. Okay, love you. Bye. Bye. Thanks for listening to Tater Talks, Two Bitches Talk Fitness. If you enjoyed the show, let us know by writing a review, subscribing wherever you like to listen to podcasts. Find me, Iris, on Instagram at Iris Deadlifts. And you can find me, Brooke, on Instagram at Get You a Brooke. We'll talk to you soon. Nice. Nice. <laughs>